I'm Catherine Smart. And I'm Rochelle Bingham. And this is Reality Mums, your go-to podcast for reality TV, pop culture, mum life, and all things in between. We're back for another episode of Reality Mums, and we're joined by a special little guest. Hello, Rochelle and Audrey Rose. Hi, how are you going? I don't expect <laughs> you to put on a voice for the dog. <laughs> I'm good, by the way. But yeah, I don't I don't expect you to start. No, you know, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yeah, you're going to post pictures as if you are the dog. You know, like you're speaking no. as the dog. No, good. Okay. Because we were going to have to seriously question our friendship if you were going to do that. No. I'm not that person. Oh, how old is she? She is 10 weeks old, maybe 11 weeks old. So we picked her up. We've had her like nearly a week. Oh. But yeah. If you're not watching, if you're not, yeah, watching it, we, I've got a new puppy dog. You do have very... a new puppy dog. Yes. Yeah. You've done well to get one so soon after Chula because Chula passed yes. away. But, I mean, obviously you've got so much love to give, so it makes sense. Yes. And the kids had wanted a puppy or something to train. Like, you know, they were asking for rabbits and puppies because Chula was 16 or 15. Um, So they'd wanted a puppy for a long time. So we nearly got a second dog. And then it was like Chula is just too old. So we were sort of in that sort of umming and ahhing. So I'm like, well, it had been a little, like a few weeks. I'm like, let's just, while we're in that mode, our older dog, we had to put her out all the time and be watching where she was. So I'm like, let's just do it now so then she's trained and we can yeah start the puppy yeah. process so she's oh, here. I'm very happy for your new addition to your family it's very Thank cute you. she can come along every week I'm okay with that okay okay <laughs> <laughs> all right so before we get into our usual run of shows we've got breaking news it's been a big news week this week more so than tv I think we've yeah. had over the last couple of days, the Britney Spears and Sam split, which has been confirmed in like the last hour or so, he's posted to his stories, you know, asking for privacy and all of that sort of thing. I don't know about this guy. What are your thoughts on Sam? I I've, I saw it yesterday. I haven't seen a lot about it, but I did see something like he was saying that she bashed him in his sleep or something. Yeah, I saw that too. And there's threats. The catch? What was that? Is he in it for the money? Like, is that what's happening? Well, that's what all of the conspiracy blogs are saying and have been saying about Sam the whole time, is that he's just part of some big plan and he's a pawn and he's been placed there to serve a purpose. There's reports coming out saying that he's asking for money and for the prenup to be renegotiated, even though that's the point of a prenup, like you've got one. So when oh, this happens... Yeah, and that he's planning on releasing really embarrassing things about her. I mean, a lot of what Britney does these days is pretty embarrassing. So mm. if that's true, oh, my God, like what can we expect? She's put up in the last, like, day or so that she's buying a horse. Like she's not even addressing what's going on. I don't know. I don't know. But the yeah, Britney blogs, blogs will be going crazy. Yeah. It's a lot. Um, I feel sorry for her, but she's got some issues, I think. I just hope she's got a good team around her because that was the whole thing with Sam. It was like, well, this is good. Like she's got someone, she's got a partner, she's got someone looking out for her. Who is looking out for her? She needs she needs yeah. that support network. And I don't know. I mean, when um people are posting about their split, her sister has been liking the posts. 
so maybe the family's coming back. But after Jamie Lynn wrote that book and did like the autobiography, yeah. it's like, are you really on her side or are you just in it for yourself? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm glad that they didn't have a baby because remember oh, she was yeah. pregnant at one point. She did announce she was pregnant, yes. Yeah. Um, other breaking news is the Bethany saga. Ugh. I posted some stories yesterday. So I've listened to the three podcasts. So she's got her reality reckoning podcast where she talks about where she wants this Bethany clause in people's contracts. Um, then she's got two episodes currently out where she's interviewing Rachel, Raquel, whatever, from Vander, Vanderpump Rules. Um I agree, and we spoke last week, I think that they do need a union to be able to represent them. I don't think that that's wrong. She is the wrong person to be speaking about it because she's got a vendetta. The way she speaks, she's constantly having a dig at Andy. She's constantly having a dig at Bravo. She's trying to justify this show that she pitched to them, saying it wasn't a couple of months ago, it was 18 months. Either way, you were still pitching a show to them. Yeah. If you'd have had this contract signed, You'd be in with them as well. You've had so many spin-offs. She's now saying, you know, they take advantage of people to make money and she's saying how Raquel was treated was wrong and all this sort of stuff. I don't know. And she says everyone's going to say these people sign up for it. But reality TV is that. It's reality TV. It's people's lives. Mm. Um, I think Rachel's chosen the wrong person to <sighs> interview her. She's made an even worse decision than Tom in terms of who she speaks to first. Yeah. Like what what a like people were just starting to soften to the whole thing. They were starting to forget about it, warm to it, potentially warm to her after seeing Tom being around the other cast of Vanderpump Rules. So it's like, okay, they've let it go. Maybe we can let it go. Shocking career decision to align herself with Bethany. So bad. Like who is who's advising her? I don't know. And people and so I felt dirty listening to it because I'm like, I don't want to contribute to Bethany's podcast downloads because that's what mm. she's doing it for. And mm. she's technically using Rachel to drive her own narrative yeah. about how people get taken advantage of. And she's saying so many people have reached out to me. As far as I can see, everyone is saying, not me, I'm not reaching out. Yeah. So I'm like, who's yeah. reaching out? Like John and Kate plus eight? Like who are these reality stars? Like a person who got evicted from The Bachelor in the first week. Like I don't know. They're obviously not like the Luans and Sonyas and all those sorts of people. That, no. Um, I just think. And then she in this current, have you listened to it? No, I've seen all the snippets. I think that like I've seen some of the quotes from Rachel and she just comes across as really bitter, jealous, it's not fair. Why did everybody else make money and I didn't? It's just like this is not this is not the the spin you need to be putting on this right now. All you've done is just flip people back to not liking you. And yeah. the fact that she's not been paid by Bethany, like she's being you. It's like, can you she's not been- see that? Come on. And Bethany is saying how they don't get paid enough or whatever and they need these clauses in the contracts and all this sort of stuff, and then she is doing that exact thing to Rachel. Hmm. The fact when Rachel said, because they go through how the phone, the video and the phone fell out of his pocket mm-hmm. when he was performing, she's like, oh, you know, Tom was perform- performing one of his greatest, newest hits or whatever. And I'm like, 
Okay, you're lying because Tom has never had a hit in his life. <laughs> like Rachel, and she's so, she says, she talks about how she used to be naive. And I'm like, lady, you're still naive because you're still getting naive. interviewed by Bethany. Mm. And then Bethany go, keeps saying how she feels like she could be her daughter. I'm like, this is weird. Mm. Like I'm quite manipulative in that way. She's very protective other thing. And then she says, she reads out, you know all the comments when uh, Ariana, when they first come out, and she's like, I want the worst for you and you something with the cheese grater and all that. Bethany actually has written it down and reads it out to Rachel and then starts like choking up and crying and mm. saying, you know, no one should be treated this way. I tend to agree that maybe some of those comments were a little bit, it was TV, and I feel like maybe someone should have stepped in and said, listen, we're here to try and, I don't know. I feel like it was a lot. And if it was my daughter sitting there, it, it's a lot to hear. Mm. But Bethany has said some really nasty things in the past herself. Mm. So I don't know. I really am struggling with it. I don't think that Bethany's the right person to be dealing with this. Mm. Um, she's got to be in her bonnet. She keeps bringing up Andy and it's giving me a little bit of Kanye vibes because she keeps talking about what she's saying. They're protecting the realm mm. and the realm is NBC and Bravo. And I'm like, you're giving these weird, you know, when Kanye started ranting? Yeah. Yeah. And got off this narrative of like the news and the fake news and this and that and started, it's giving Kanye vibes. She's seeming yeah. unhit. I don't love I agree. it. No. Yeah. Anyway, don't download it. Don't listen. If you need updates, like ask us. I'll provide you with the updates. But I don't <laughs> want to inform and take any more airtime. On to Below Deck. On to Below Deck, which is far <laughs> more enjoyable than talking about Bethany and Rachel. Um, also, one last thing I want to say. Okay. Vanderpump, we needed a little rest. And I'm already sick of hearing about this new season. Yeah. There's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff being posted and shared. They're going to yeah, turn me off. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. It'll be really interesting to see what this season is like because everyone was just so invested last time. If we didn't have that scandal, would we have liked it? I don't know. Yeah. Possibly don't know. not. Um. Yeah, maybe not. Anyway, we love Below Deck. And everyone's loving Below Deck. Yes. The highest rating show, I think, on Bravo at the moment. Can you believe and- it? The Australian version. We are representing. I am so excited yeah. for this. I'm really happy. Um, really good crew now that those weirdo ones have gone from last week that got fired. But now Joao's back. Um, I'm I'm interested to see. He's saying that he's changed. When he used to be on Below Deck Med, he used to have Jezebel or something that came out when he was drunk, who was a really condescending, narcissistic kind of yeah. character, um, was really quite nasty to Aisha. So I can understand how she's like, oh, God, why is he back? Yeah, It doesn't look like he's changed when you look at the coming, you know, what's to come, but we'll see. Um, loved the porno guests. They were lovely. <laughs> They were there for a good one. (laughs) Like hearing them like going to do their live feed. Yeah, like they're closing the doors and the next thing you can hear all the sound effects. It's like, oh, my God, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yeah, and eating the 
And then he had it, and when they edited it, and Aisha was like, "Oh yes, with the cream," and then it flashed <laughs> back to the thing, and then her, she's eating the cream. Captain Jason's there. I'm like, "Oh my goodness!" I but um, when Aisha was watching the porn on the phone, when they realized when they did the preference sheet meeting and they saw who they yeah. were getting. Her and the chef were watching the porn on their phone and they're like rotating the phone going, what angle is that? <laughs> it was a lot, yeah. But they were really nice people, mm. like really quite nice guests. Um, Harry organising the the date, that was cute. It's cute. He's not boyfriend material for her though. No. She's never going to see him as anything more than just a cute friend. And everyone's like fighting over Culver. Yeah, I know. He's become the hottie this season, which wasn't his role last time. I don't remember. Oh, he was he did have some attention, but um remember from that one girl they were gonna go caravan or vanning around. Oh yeah, that's right. They were too. But he did get some attention, and I don't think he's an unattractive sort of guy, but I'm like, Ab is quite an attractive guy too. The one that can't swim. Yeah, yeah. Really like that new girl who is beautiful, and then she kissed Culver and is causing a bit of controversy, I think yep. she would have been into Adam. Yeah, true. And he seemed to be a little bit into her. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, that was my notes. I'm enjoying it still. Um, I like getting the two episodes a week because there's just not a lot else going on. But I'm yeah. scared it's going to finish. Like we're over halfway through, I think. True, yeah. It's gone really fast. The double episode mm. is definitely the way to go. Um, especially at the moment, because as you said, there's just not a lot on. We even had a, um, a missing episode of OC this week, which wasn't expected. So no, we thought that there was going to be an episode. I was looking yeah. for it last night to watch and it never came. Yeah. So I'm not sure what that is. I mean, we've got the, um, is it the Labor, not Labor Day? What's, um, which public holiday is coming up in the States? Labor Day. Well, the Andy Labor said that. Break from watch what happens live until after Labor Day, yeah, so okay. I don't know. So we'll probably get a bit of a lull in the shows. So it's good that they've got the double episodes with Below Deck. Um, I'm with you. I think it's amazing. I just love the show so much. Um, yeah. The new crew members they have settled in. I think with Joao, it's it's going to be interesting. Like I don't have the background that you do in that. I haven't watched him in the previous seasons. I can yeah. tell he's a very divisive character. But that crew did need a bit of whipping into shape because when the bosun Luke was fired, they were really floundering under Culver. They do need someone to come and tell them what to do, but can he do it in a way that isn't going to make them want to punch him in the face? I think from the mid-season trailer, it does look like things get a little bit fiery, but great TV. So bring it on. Bring on the rest of the season. Yeah, we're not working there. So (laughs) we don't have to worry about it. Now, something yes. that did wrap up, I think, last night, and correct me if I'm wrong, but and just like that, episode yeah, 10, I think that's it. 10 episodes is generally it. What confuses me is that yeah. the title of the episode was part one. Like there's, I forget the name of the episode, but the end of it says part one. The Last so, Supper. The Last Supper, yeah. So there, or the, something about an appetizer, I think, is in the title. Anyway, like it kind of fizzled a little bit as an ending. It was a good episode, but there it must wasn't... be a part two. There must there be. be. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I'm getting notifications on my phone saying 
things to watch now that it's over, which I just find bizarre. So anyway, I mean, as an episode, um, there were a couple of things. I loved Charlotte. Charlotte working is a vibe. I'm loving her not being the perfect little mummy, like going back to work, killing it. It's good to watch. It's relatable too because sometimes I feel like, you know, everyone, even like I work and you work, but everyone relies on me. If I'm not here, I don't know what would happen. So it's really like even when I go out, my husband's messaging what's going on, where do I need to be, what's happening, and it's like, yeah, it's relatable that she's like, oh, my God, will they stop messaging me? And her kids are older, so it's time. Far more relatable than the Charlotte who was always in the kitchen with her Burberry you know, head to toe outfits with her beautiful like cooking apron that probably yeah. cost like two thousand dollars. It just it was hard to relate to her, but now I'm enjoying her. She's really good. Um, we had Sam Smith in the episode. He did a little cameo. Oh, sorry, they did a cameo, which is which yeah. is awesome. Um, I didn't love the wrapping up of Stanford's character. It Either just. It sounded just as stupid as the last time they tried when they had to write him out because obviously the actor died that that played Stanford. So the way that they wrote his character out felt clunky to begin with and now they've wrapped it up and it was clunky to finish. It's like I just don't think that was written very well and the fans are revolting a little bit online, not enjoying that. Um, The fashion, again, is just the highlight for me, the things they wear. Miranda wore this beautiful purple and yellow coat when she was at the UN, which I just loved. I was watching Carrie because I've watched the episode twice. (laughs) I know. Um, In one of the scenes, Carrie's wearing this really big earring and then a really small earring on the side. Like she's wearing mismatched earrings. It's just little nods to the old style of Carrie dressing, I think is really cool. Yeah. the maternity leave so Miranda's boss coming back after five weeks Miranda admitting she came back after 12 like I mean I can only speak from previous experience I've had two c-sections you're not even allowed to drive before six weeks and you've got these characters representing going back to work it's like it was just a little bit yeah I don't know I don't know how I feel about that Mm. Um, yeah. And, and also with the LTW miscarriage storyline, I hope there's a part two soon to this episode, because that was just kind of like a very small snippet. And I think that's an opportunity for her character to show more of of yeah. the grief and the consequence of, of the, the miscarriage. Yeah. I feel like that was a weird sort of storyline that they've just sort of put in there to try and cover up. It's sort of like they're trying to cover so many topics and they're like, oh, miscarriages, women have miscarriages, let's throw that in. Yeah. And I'm like, if they're just going to end it, they need to address it properly. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't the right time to do it. Not in a I worry, yeah, I knew that Wyatt was always going to be an issue between Kerry and Aiden. Yes, so you could see that that was coming um, and you can see that he's going to feel pulled away from his boys and not know what to do and how she said, and just like that, I'm worried. I'm like, well, listen, we've been worried for a couple of weeks now. We could see it <laughs> yeah. 
Um, what do you think is going to happen there? Do you think he's going to leave her? Do you think he's going to say, I can't do this? I think he will, but I think he'll come back. Again? Probably. Like, or he'll do it in a way and not leave it long enough. I don't know. I'm not sure. And the whole thing about the apartment, that's annoying me. Like that he, I'll never set foot in there. I'm like, mate, she sold yeah. it. Like you maybe just, I don't know. You know what I did like this episode? He finally acknowledged that there was, like, obviously she cheated on him. Okay, that's bad, you know, deal breaker. But he acknowledged his role in the breakdown of their relationship, which he hadn't done so far. And I think that was the thing that I hated the most. So it was all put on Carrie, but he was quite controlling and and he he admitted to the the things that he had done to make her feel that certain way. So I was really happy about that. So then when the whole Wyatt thing happened and he was crying, oh, my God, that was, like, really awkward crying, by the way, like a lot of I know. Bit Kim Kardashian-like. Yeah, it was. Did he lose a diamond earring in the ocean? <laughs> it had those vibes, didn't it? I'm like, oh, see, now you, so you've made her sell her apartment. She's got this beautiful new place. You're moving in together and you're just going to be like, yeah, no, nah, this doesn't work with my kids. I, yeah, I just, I was like, that would that would annoy me. I'd yeah, be annoyed if I picked up and changed my whole life for someone. I think he's going to have a freak out moment. I don't know if he's going to leave her, but I think they're going to end up back together. It's what the audience wants. Mm. It's been quite a good storyline. I think they're going to have to say, oh, we're taking it too fast. We have to slow down. Maybe people were right. What was with the storyline also with the um, lady that's, you know, the one that said, oh, I said I love you? What? I don't feel oh, like she's. Seema. It was like a oh, this quick little. Oh, we need to put Seema in the episode. Here, let's show them having sex and there's an I love you and then that's it. Yeah. Weird. Not well written. And the Jay Diaz scene, it was okay. I understand like they were saying that I'm, you know, I'm a comic, that's what we do. I'm a stand-up comedian, that's what we do. I I think we could all see that Miranda was going to, that was going to happen because when they were watching back their previous footage of their previous stand-ups, how they were talking about dating. So you could see it was going to happen. wasn't bad. Are they going to hook up with that other person? Oh, probably. The girl with the, yeah, or the person with the bald head. I think so. I think so. Mm. Anyway, Anyway. I'm enjoying, I enjoyed it, but I do, I hope that there's a part two because I feel like it was a wrap up. They have left us wanting more, which is good. And as long as they go on the same path and not deviate too much, which they keep trying to do to bring everybody in, they'll be okay. I enjoyed it more than last season. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, Now on to Real Housewives of New York. Mm. That is, I'm loving it still. Really loving it. Yeah. I was never 100% sure if I was going to love it. Loving Bryn, yes. still. She is delivering. Um, I don't have a lot of notes, but I really enjoyed the episode. I loved the part where they were talking at the start and then I think Bryn said it and she's like, oh, hand jobs are back in. And I'm like, what? Did hand jobs go out of fashion? I'm confused. I thought it was always all in. I've been married for so long. I'm like, I'll never be single. Like, what do you do? I'd be out there giving hand jobs, and they'd be like, "No, that's so 1999." Like, what? <laughs> What's happening? Out there giving hand jobs. Oh, oh, God, God. Well, I'm not going to be. I'm married. 
I'm happily married. But this is why, like, I can't do this. I could never do the single thing. Because I'm like, I didn't know. I didn't know there was, like, sex trends. Apparently anyway. in New York there are. Yeah. And we're not privy I, to them. No. And I'm happy to not be. But I, when I heard that line, I was like, that's hilarious to me. Um, loving Jenna, what else happened? There's, um, well, there's the Jessel versus Erin oh, stuff that's going on, which is a little bit petty. It's, it's like it's okay for a housewife storyline, I suppose. Um, what I made a note of is that I feel like New York, the city, is a cast member in itself. I love how they're showcasing different parts of New York. Like it, it adds to it. So if you look yeah. at other Housewives franchises, it's, they're just they're set somewhere. But where they are doesn't really contribute to the show. But I think New York is perfect for a show like this because it's got its own energy to it. And so then when you have the right cast and you bring it all together, it's something that you really enjoy watching. And like Jenna and her clothes just need their own show. Like the way that she layers her denim jackets with shirts and jeans, I just I could just watch her pick outfits all day long. I just think it's fantastic. As she's saying, she gives the clothes away to give them, and I'm like, oh my goodness, give me some, yeah, give them some. Like, I'm happy to. And I loved how Bryn was saying that when she was younger, she couldn't afford to do those things like violin lessons and chess lessons, yeah. and now she's doing it. And I'm like, good on you. Like, I like I those sorts you. of storylines where yeah. it's like, it's, she's got drama, she's got a backstory, but she, you, we're just seeing housewife doesn't have to always be fighting. Yes. And I think that's what this New York, there's a fight happening, but it's quite lighthearted between Erin and Jessica. Yeah. But you're actually just building the characters around it. And I like that. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's good. Um, yeah. I watched Atlanta this week. I haven't really been watching Atlanta. I, I, I will admit I watched it last night because OC wasn't on, so it just yeah. filled a gap. Um, I really feel like, what's her name? Um, Drew. Drew has carried the season. Like if you didn't have everything that's going on with Drew, it would have just been a nothing season. That Ralph, my God, he is all kinds of red flags. Yep. Yeah. It was red flags last season and then it really at the start of this season seemed like they were getting it together. And now you can see their marriage falling apart. Yeah. He's just it's not nice to watch. The fact that she's going to their couples counselling individually, which is basically just you're in therapy, your husband's not a part of it, it's got nothing to do with you as a couple anymore. It's, mm. yeah, the way he ignored her when they went to that retreat, which the retreat was weird. They're all there in their white clothes. It was like a cult. That's what it felt like. Yeah. Didn't yeah. you think that was weird? Yeah, weird. The, yeah. They, but Without that storyline, like you said, and then without the storyline of her kissing a girl or whatever's happening, yeah. there really isn't a lot going on. No. He's just angry. Yeah. I think there's stuff going on with her. Kenya's kind of not doing much. She's busy being a mum. Marlo's giving nothing. She's dating the new guy. I don't know. Sheree's there. I was hoping for more Kim. I think Kim would give us some more. We yeah, they need I agree. I'm not yeah, no. I agree. Um, Crappy Lake was also on this week. I didn't write any notes. It's just cute. It's just yep. cute, easy watching. We've said it every week. Um, yeah. 
Paula Abdul was on it. Oh, yeah, she was too. I forgot about that. Yeah, she um, popped up on it, which was funny. And then when they were giving out the presents at the Christmas thing and Sonia had like her G-string hanging out, <laughs> like she was like in the short. But that's just Sonia. And like, I love it. It's the last episode next week though. Is it really? Jeez, that's flown. So what so, have we got coming up to replace it all? Well, I don't know because we've got that ending. Surely Atlanta must be wrapping up. That seems like the longest season yeah. of all seasons. I think the finale is the 27th. Yeah, that might be the US date. And then okay. in September we've got the reunion. So we're into that. Yep. And then Salt Lake's coming up. Yeah, Salt Lake in September, which looks good. The preview came out for that yeah. this week. Um, I- Beverly Hills must be coming back soon. Yep. You've got Kardashians coming back, which I said I'm not going to watch. But to be honest... What else um, are you going to watch? Yeah. Um, mm. And just like that's wrapping up. So it's kind of like there's not a lot happening. But then I think a fair few things. Summer House must be coming. Oh, Winter House must be coming at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there'll be a few things starting. But, yeah, um, no OC this week, which I don't know. Did I miss it? Probably not. Yeah, not really. Mm. Yeah. That's it. That's the shows. Yeah. We're done. We'll wait and see what happens in the next week in the land of Bethany slash Brittany slash God knows what else. Oh, and the Matildas. Did you watch that? I did watch it because the kids have been loving it. And I think it's a really good example for both of my kids to see, you know, girls are really good at sport and to Scarlet yeah. to be. Um, so my husband's like, oh, they can just watch the first half. But I'm like, no, everyone at this school is watching it. Like they need, so they stayed up, they watched it. Yeah. It was good and it was good to see it was horrible that they lost. I felt bad. But then it's like they still, you know, you lose and that's what happens and then they're going to play tomorrow to come third to get bronze. Yeah. So, I, you know, it's not over for them. They can still get bronze. But I think it was a really good, I don't know, sporting example for everyone. Mm. Yeah. It was nice to watch. I liked it. I liked seeing everybody come together to watch it. I was listening to a podcast in the car the other day and they were replaying the audio of one of the other broadcasts and they were, they were listening to the, was it the semifinal that they were in or the quarterfinal? But anyway, the one that we won. And the commentator was so into it when we got that penalty goal. <laughs> I have tears running down my face. It was so oh. emotional listening oh. to them commentate on it. It was really, it was fantastic. Yeah. But like I've got memories. Oh, I don't follow soccer, but I've got memories no. going back to when I was in primary school of World Cups, watching them with the family. So oh, okay. World Cup is a thing, but soccer in general is not. But I loved. Yeah. I had the kids watching it when in the game yeah. that we won, and they're jumping up and down on the couch, all excited. I'm getting them all hyped and into it. It's like this is so good for them to see. Such good role yeah. models. Yeah, mine made little signs and. I had no idea what was going on. Like Hudson played soccer at school, so he had more idea. But when it was the penalty shootout, I'm like, what is it, like best of three, like what's happening? <laughs> but I enjoyed it still. Even though I had no idea what was going on, yeah. I could get into yeah. it, I could enjoy it. Um, yeah, loved it. Loved it. Lots of fun. All right. We should probably wrap it up. It's been really nice talking to you. So nice to meet Audrey. Audrey is so adorable and asleep <laughs> in your arms. Oh, my God. Just sleeps. Yeah, I need to hurry up and have this baby. So I've got something to cuddle while we're recording every week. We can we can have our own extra little person with us. 
Yeah. Although by that time she'll be probably running around and not interested. Audrey won't be. She'll be off yeah. riding yeah. shoes or something. F off, mum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. Thank you so much for talking with me. Uh, Thank you to everybody for listening again. And welcome to all of our new followers. We've had a huge injection of followers and listeners to the podcast since we interviewed uh, Captain Jason from Below Deck. So welcome. Um, As I say every week, we love to be a part of the conversation. We love it when you enter our DMs. So please do that. Um, This is a safe space for reality TV and we will talk about it until the cows come home. Yes. And we've had lots of DMs this week about, well, about the um, Bethany stuff. So keep Mm. it coming. I want to hear what you guys think. Well, we both want to hear what you guys are thinking and Mm. it's, it's good. It is good. All right. I'm going to catch you next week. Have a great weekend. You too. Talk to you again soon. Bye. Reality Mums acknowledges the traditional owners of lands and waters that this podcast is recorded on.